Reporting from um, my boyfriend's bathroom right now, I have a blanket over my head. I'm trying out different techniques to try to get the best sound uh, as I'm recording this on my phone. And, um, you know, I'm still hoping everyone is is safe and doing well out there. And it's always nice to hear from you all. So um, thank you guys for listening to the many episodes that I've been releasing all week. Just, you know, fun little quick little tidbits of me talking about all different kinds of things based on suggestions and questions that you guys have sent me. So I really appreciate it. Uh, we've been talking about a lot of things that are not even ghost related. What? On a show called Ghosted? I know. But today... I have an episode that we recorded back in the day, back when, you know, gatherings of people would get together. And this is the live show, which was completely sold out. And it was so much fun. And we had Dave Holmes and Elena Servideo Schwinn were my guests that night. I also had a haunted doll uh, which was played by a friend of mine from ucb his name is ryan barton and he's hilarious and so he played a a fake ghost doll and her name is denise and so she was kind of my sidekick all night at the live show so you might hear denise pop in a few times throughout the episode During the beginning of the live show, I shared a little bit of a story that um, I went to a allegedly haunted hotel the week before. Now, this was a couple weeks back. I went to San Francisco and I went with my best friend, Sam Pancake, and we just he booked us a random hotel. And he said it was historic, so I Googled it. It's called the Hotel Whitcomb. And I, I wasn't sure. I just Googled Hotel Whitcomb Haunted. And, of course, I did find a couple of different little postings on websites. And, you know, I don't know how legit any of it was, but just little things that were saying that the place is allegedly haunted and people feel, you know, phantom touches and lights flicker and so I said, okay, I'm on board. You know, I've, I've stayed in two haunted hotels and I left in the middle of the night. But you know what? I'll give it a shot. So we went to the hotel and it's actually a really cool place and very historic. I looked up some of the history, which is that it opened in 1910 and after the 1906 earthquake in San Francisco as they were rebuilding the city hall that had gotten completely demolished in the earthquake, they actually used this building as City Hall. And so it has a long, long history, and who knows who's died there or if anyone has. I'm not really sure. But Sam and I went on a little ghost hunt, and we took uh, my EMF meter 
around the hotel. And we actually did find this one random, uh, I guess, closet. I don't know. It was a locked door that was on our floor of the hotel. And it had these long, like The Shining, like just long hallways that were kind of spooky. And um, the EMF meter went off on that room. So I don't know who was in that room. But of course, we posted that we were going to be staying at this haunted hotel. And our good friend and guest on the show today, Elena, sent me and Sam a message warning us that there is a little boy ghost that lives in a closet. So we don't know if it was that closet or not. So we had very little paranormal activity. I will say one instance that <laughs> I think was paranormal. I don't know. I was, I, you know me, I'm always like looking for something paranormal to happen to, so I can have something to talk about. But um, I was laying in bed and I smelled a fart. And it didn't come from me. So I'm telling you, it was a phantom fart. And so I don't know if ghosts do that. Uh, it was certainly on my mind the night of the live show. So you might hear me reference that a few times. But when we checked into the Hotel Whitcomb, I, of course, as the investigative journalist that I am, I asked the front desk woman uh, if the place is haunted and she said she said that uh the sixth floor is haunted allegedly she said that they had had reports and she said that there was a man that recently had stayed there and he stayed there a lot over the years and he usually stays in a like king size bed and on this particular night it was during christmas time and it was completely booked and so they could only get him in a room with two twin beds. And she said that he complained that a ghost crawled into the other bed. And then she just sort of laughed it off. <laughs> but anyway, and I'm so I was terrified and on edge the entire time. And we stayed there for two nights and I was convinced that there was going to be a ghost crawling in bed with me. But instead, just one uh, possible ghost fart. And that was about it. So anyway, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the live show today. And oh, another thing I wanted to tell you is that since I'm <laughs> currently not really working and uh, just sort of you know recording mini episodes and, and working on booking new guests, I've been hitting up a lot of celebrity friends of mine to see who I could get on the show to do these kinds of episodes from <laughs> the comfort of our cell phones. And I actually have some really exciting celebrity guests coming up. So can't wait. I shouldn't say who yet, but this week I will be recording them and then you'll see them. So make sure you're subscribed. All right. Here is the live show. On with the show. Now our first guest tonight... I grew up watching him on MTV, and I, I always get a little starstruck around him. And he is a writer, he's an actor, a comedian, he's a podcaster, he's all over the place. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Holmes! <laughs> Dave! Oh, I'm so good. Thanks for joining us. Here, grab a seat. Yeah, grab a mic. Um, hey, well, hello, everyone. Hi. Do people my age always bring up MTV? 
Uh, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> here and there. Yeah, and then there's uh, an age cutoff, right? Really? Like, I think oh, if that's you're, interesting. Yeah, I think if you're like under 25, it's like, uh, oh, that's the network that shows ridiculousness and uh, so Big you Mama's were, House too. You were my heyday. Yeah, 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 yeah. My heyday of MTV, which was like yeah. late '90s, early 2000s. Right, right. What was golden like, age? Do you have like? I, I know we're not supposed. To, we're not here to talk about that, but no, but we can. Can you tell me like, what's like one moment that that really sticks out? Oh God! You were there for so much iconic stuff. I was there for a lot of iconic stuff. Because that's back when they would show Marilyn Manson and Britney Spears. Sure. And yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You know. And then like Corn. Yeah. Or whatever. And then Backstreet Boys. Yeah. It was like it was uh, like breezy, breezy pop music, and then like angry boys with this facial hair yes. talking about their Just uncle. Just the chin. Yeah. Talking about being touched by a family member or whatever. It was a lot oh, of like yeah. angry molestation core. Uh-huh. Core, um, yes. Yeah. I uh, a thing that pops to mind because I think it was I think it was just 20 years ago because somebody po- Oh, you know, you okay. You can put those wherever. That's Sure, fine. yeah. Um da- okay, there's a guy named David Russell who is who now manages Sia and oh. when he was a teenager, maybe in college, he was in the the audience and he met Madonna because Madonna was there. Uh, I guess it was the year 2000, right? Right when music came out, right? Music. Yeah, makes the people come together. And it di- it did that it day. Did. Well, that day. Well, it did. Okay, so listen to this. Uh, there was I was out in Times Square. That was my job. I'd be out in Times Square talking to the, to the people. And so there was a a woman who was a huge Madonna fan, and she had a question for her. And so she asked the question, and Madonna answered it. And then like the big reveal was for her and for Madonna was that this woman's boyfriend was gonna propose to her while she was taught, like after she had had this question answered by Madonna, right? Okay. Because it was, cause she, he was like, this is the pinnacle of your life and I, and I know how much she means to you and I just want this to be the most memorable thing ever. So he gets down on one knee and he proposes and she says yes and whatever. And then it, like I was out in Times Square, I didn't see it until the rebroadcast later that day. Madonna's full reaction to her biggest fan getting engaged in Times Square after talking to her was like fully, <laughs> She, really? she just like she saw it and like looked back at the camera like oh, yeah right. it's probably happened to That's her how, before huh I bet it had probably still, that day yeah oh god yeah I actually was involved in a proposal like that one time really and the person said no oh no yeah it was oh, really uncomfortable Jesus. I think we really need to uh, the stagecraft on proposals needs to be dialed back a little bit yeah and the making sure the person is going to say yes maybe needs to be dialed up before I get into drag. Yeah. That's what I know. Yeah, thank you. If I'm not getting a drink, you better say yes. 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 Okay. Uh, can I tell you that I'm uh, legitimately freaked out right now? Why? I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, just before this show started, uh-huh. uh, Elena was uh, like just kind of, I was sitting back in that chair there, and she kind of stood next to me, and we were chit-chatting for a minute, and she goes, why do I get the name Charlie with you? Charlie is the name of my dad who just died. Oh my God. Well, yeah. first of all, I'm so sorry. Well, it's been three years. Oh, it's still okay. bad. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see you. But uh, it wasn't just. Just was a little dramatic. But, uh, but yeah, I, I was like, that's my father's name. And he's just bad. And, and as I'm saying that, <laughs> literally as I'm saying that, Mr. Dan comes out and does the here, 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 and here. And then you come out and it's like, I, yeah, but I have follow up questions. Okay. I can't ask Don't them worry. She'll because be out the show here. has started. So. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to her about that when she okay, gets out. That's crazy. It is real crazy. Well, you believe in all this stuff, right? I, well, I fight. I, I'm, I, there's a fight internally about it because. Okay. On like, there's a part of me that is like, that's a magical thing that his that his name popped up in her head, and that's there. There's some paranormal explanation, but there's another part of me that's like, 
there's also an internet. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I don't I, I, I fight with it, but I lean toward believing. But in general, like ghosts, haunted houses, uh, Denise the Haunted Doll. Denise the Haunted Doll is obviously terrifying me. That's why I haven't acknowledged her. <laughs> Denise, you get over there? I just woke up from a nap. Oh, oh see, what's... She sleeps with her eyes open. That's <laughs> yeah. terrifying. Yeah. And just standing straight up. Oh, God. Standing straight up. That's when you know you're evil. One of these in this kind of pose. Uh-uh. It's not great. Um, I um, I stayed at... A, for, for, a, for a, a travel show on, I think, the Travel Channel. I stayed at a haunted, uh, a haunted bed and breakfast that had been a brothel. Okay. In I think Fort Worth. Was there faint applause for the haunted brothel in the Fort haunted. Worth? Okay. Have you yeah. been there before? Oh, okay. okay. You just like brothels, okay? Sure. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. So it was a whole thing. Uh, it, it it was it was a very weird shoot because like the you know the woman who runs it and the and the people who work there they have to like get in the full like corset and everything. Oh and, wow. Uh, yeah. Um, and like you know the big the big skirts and stuff. So we kept wanting to shoot with them, and every time they would take off the corset, they would be like, "Oh, we have one more thing we want to ask you." And then it was like another forty five minutes of tying oh, up a corset. God, and yeah. all they wanted to do was watch American Idol. It was the night Pia something got eliminated. I don't. Anyone? You're talking about wrong um, queen. Yeah, okay. So I stayed, um, and I had a camera with me, and I stayed in the, the hauntedest room in the whole place, right? And, and I, I sort of believe, but I also sort of don't believe. I didn't think I was in any kind of danger or anything. Do you know who haunted it? Um, it, it was the spirits of the, the women who worked there and were, and were treated badly and perhaps died there. Yikes, okay. Um, so... The only real thing that happened, I was reading a book and trying to get to sleep, and off in in like in this part of my vision, in a corner of the room, was just like a little bloop, like that, like like heat waves off a hot street, kind of, or like pixelated nudity, just like just sort of okay. indistinct kind of waviness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then once I looked at it, it went away completely. And, Did uh, it make that sound? Blue, blue, no, blue, it didn't. Blue. No, 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 no. That was just, that was what, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and then, so the next morning, that was kind of all I had. I didn't really, like, they didn't give me one of those. But you stayed meters. the whole night? I did stay the whole night. Because again, yeah. I've stayed twice at haunted places and I can't, I can't do it. Well, why not? Because I just know that there's going to be a ghost that's going to try to do things to me. Okay. Okay. But what if it just wants to be friends? I'm not trying. I got enough friends. Okay. This sounds like me on Tinder. I got enough friends. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't come here for I friends. But so the next morning, I uh, I should be on a reality show. You really should. <laughs> I am not here to make friends. Uh, so the 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 woman who runs it I got in her fucking corset. To, what? So so the next morning, <laughs> I was thinking. Uh, I talked to uh, to the woman who ran the place, and I and I told her what I saw, and she was like, "Is it was it the corner with like the red velvet chair?" And I was like, "Yeah." And she said, that used to be a closet, like a sealed off closet where the woman who ran the brothel would put the, the, the girls when they misbehaved. And she a would lock them in a closet? She would lock them in a closet in the dark for days. Oh, and no. Some of them, and apparently a couple of them did die there. So it was like, it was in that corner where I saw that thing, whatever it was. And I still don't really know what it was. That's terrifying. It's weird. So, but you... I remember you telling me one time a ghost yes. story, but it okay. must have happened to you when you were younger, right? It did happen when before I was this. Yeah, this is ages ago. Yeah. Um, okay, it was 1989, as a matter of fact. Uh, and 
I, um, my senior year of high school, I went to a very small all boys Catholic school. There Where was 50, this? St. Louis, Missouri. Do you think that Catholic? No, no. okay, good. No, applause for St. Louis, <laughs> Missouri, fine. Uh, but brothels? Yeah, brothels gets a soft crowd. applause. Okay, uh, I talk about this constantly on the show, about Catholicism and being raised Catholic, and do you think that that I just makes... came from mass. Oh, so you still go? No. Oh. But uh, but a friend's a friend's father passed away over the holidays, and and so they had a mass said for him uh, this evening at uh, Saint Monica's in Santa Monica. So I went to support a friend. They have changed I all the script and choreography is all different now. Really? Yes. Uh, it's it's not and also with you anymore. It's now it's uh, and with your spirits. The whole creed completely different. Um, no way. You stand and sit and kneel at different times. Now with coronavirus, you don't sign a piece. You're just like. What's up, everybody? And that's that. Do they do share a general the wine? wave? No. Wow. No, no cup of wine. Maybe I should go. Maybe. That sounds like fun. Yeah, it wasn't. That school, St. Monica, oh. I actually hosted a fundraiser there one time. Really? <laughs> Side story. It's very progressive. <laughs> I've done a lot of gigs. Um, so, okay. Okay, okay. But what I was going to say about Catholic Church, oh. do you think that being raised with that, that that leads you to believe in spirits and exorcism, yeah. demons, that kind of thing? I don't know about exorcism and demons, but but you do believe in spirits and in saints and in like intercession and in, in there being some sort of afterlife that you on yeah. some level can can like access or talk to right. or, or listen to. Um, I, yeah, I guess it instills sort of like an openness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I fully believe in like ghosts and spooks and stuff, and I don't know that I fully believe in saints and stuff. But I, I think being raised Catholic maybe made me kind of open. Definitely. A lot of time in like high ceiling spaces with incense and stuff like yes. that. Yeah, you know I mean, oh, I just it does always, something to the brain. I love just like the the whole like the gown, the like gowns, the, just the pageant, pageantry, pageantry. And then I think like, and I used to be in the choir and I would lip sync. Like I truly think the Catholic Church made me a drag queen. Really? Yes. Just didn't want to sing out loud. No. Okay. No, I can't sing. You what heard, was, what you heard was your the hymn? theme song tonight. I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> uh, what was your hymn of choice? Oh, I don't remember. Our God is an awesome God. Our God is you know an that awesome one? God. Only from Songs for Worship, from the Songs for Worship commercial that used to run oh, the early yeah, aughts. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I don't know. Okay. I don't know the hymns. I don't, I yeah, don't remember. No, no, okay. I blocked it all um, out. Okay, so small school, right? Okay. Uh, there were 50 okay. oh, St. Louis. Okay. Uh, there were 50 guys in my class, right? Uh, it was a 7th to 12th grade school, um, 50 kids to a class. And my senior year, uh, one of one of the boys in my class died in a car accident. It was oh. the night that we were all coming back from spring break. And it, I think it was like a Saturday. No, it was a Friday. And, uh, and so everyone was sort of coming back from their, their various spring break trips. And he went to see his girlfriend and then driving back to his house, I don't know if he fell asleep or lost control or whatever, but he drove off the road and hit a tree and, and died. And so, and, and it was, and this kid was, I mean, you always like canonize the, the person who dies young, but this kid was like, everybody loved this guy. He was the one person that everybody got along with. He was like mm -hmm. the popular kid that wasn't intimidating. He was just like a good guy. Mm -hmm. And so one by one, people were coming back and uh, and we like everyone like the phone chain happened and you got a call like Mike Potter died and whatever and then um, oh I shouldn't have revealed it and seen Elena could have picked the name but whatever um, so we all like one by one went to campus and I remember I got to campus and like my friend who was the editor of the school newspaper like I, I came in and he he saw me and he just went like very Brandon Walsh 
Like, yeah, what you're, yeah, what you're hearing is true. He died, whatever. Oh. So, so one by one, everyone comes, and then everyone kind of like goes back to their homes, to their families, and whatever. And it boils down to me and my closest friend, Ned. And uh, and it's night has fallen by now, and uh, Ned's the last to to arrive, and we we decide we want to go to the chapel, say a prayer, light a candle, do something like that. And we we go. Um, a large party is leaving upstairs. Oh, I know. Um, we we go to the chapel, which it's this big round chapel, and like in a huge grassy expanse, huge big parking lot. And uh, and we walk up to the chapel, and there's a boy uh, leaning up against a light post. Mm-hmm. With um, the school is called Priory. Priory T-shirt, blue Priory T-shirt with like the ringer collar, right? Uh, jams, Converse high tops, lighting a cigarette, and we didn't recognize him. And it was a very small school, as I've said. It, it wasn't the son of a faculty member or anything. It was a very small community. Everybody knew everybody, at least by face. This was not a, a person that we recognized. And, and as we walk past, like Ned is wailing, and we, and we pass him, and the guy's lighting a cigarette, and he just kind of smiles at us, just this weird, reassuring smile. And, uh, and I didn't think anything of it. Ned didn't think anything of it. And we walk uh, up to the chapel door, which is where that exit is. There, 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 and there, <laughs> and uh, and it's and then we turn around before we go in, and the guy's gone, <gasps> and it's and there's it was seven seconds from the light lamppost to the door. He couldn't yeah. have gone anywhere. It's huge, wide open space, nothing for him to hide behind. Our cars were somewhere else. It was just he just vanished. Right, didn't think anything of it. We went in and we you know lit a candle and said a prayer and whatever. So this was Marchish. Um, Mike's girlfriend came to our graduation party and and uh, and because everyone kind of knew her as well and. And, uh, and there was like a graduation party and Ned and I talked to her and, and, uh, and she said, I, cause he was, she was the last person that he saw before he left and died. And, uh, and she said, I will never forget the last time that I saw him getting into it, getting into his car. He had a blue Priory t-shirt on with a little ringer collar, jams, his Converse high tops. <gasps> and he lit a cigarette and he just smiled at me. It was <gasps> such a strange smile. I couldn't. I couldn't figure it out, and then he got in the car and drove away, and no one ever saw him again. It what? was him. But wait, when you say that when you saw him, you didn't register that it was him. No, not at all. It was Why? not a recognizable face. Really? But I, but I, I think it was, I mean, if it was, if it looked like him and was him, then it would be like, oh, we're being visited by the ghost of this kid who died yeah, today. Yeah, exactly. But I think, yeah, I think it, was just, it was just a tiny bit different. It was just a, like a face that we wouldn't recognize. Something How to instill just a little, a little... A little bit of wonder, perhaps. Yeah, I, I wonder if that's something you can do. Yeah, as a spirit. I don't it know. Is. Oh, it is. Oh, it turns out it is. <laughs> oh, thank you. But yeah, uh, th- but then yeah. <laughs> wow, you've been gone for the past twenty minutes. Yeah. Chime in with that, Denise. She's Sorry, I've been trying to blink for twenty-five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so so. Uh, so other other it turned out like then we started talking about it and other people saw things that night as well just strange like a person in the rearview mirror standing in the middle of the road and when they turned around he wasn't there oh my god just yeah strange things a lot of people saw unexplained things on the same night wow yeah that's crazy it's crazy and that's the only that's the only like legit unexplainable sort of supernatural thing that ever happened to me I think that sounds like a ghost story. Uh, un- until just before the show started, right. when Elena knew my dead dad's Which name. reminds me, maybe we should bring her out here maybe and get we to the should. bottom of that. Yeah.
Now, ladies and gentlemen, we've talked about her already in this show, and you know exactly who we're talking about. She is our psychic friend. She's a clairvoyant, an oracle. She does it all. We love her. Elena Servideo Schwinn! <laughs> yes, serving tie-dye tonight. Hello, Elena. Grab a mic. Grab a mic and sit down. Okay, so what is Sorry. going on? Um, <laughs> just gonna scooch her over, <laughs> just a tiny bit. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you. I am being sandwiched. Oh yeah, it's a little tight squeeze. You can move no, it's if okay. you need to. Um, so, so yeah, you get you got that name with Dave, huh? Yes. See, you have to understand. Okay. All right, end of interview. <laughs> yeah. 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 Thanks for coming. <laughs> it's when you introduced me to him in the back room, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, who the hell is Charlie? I'm like, wow. he's saying, tell him Charlie's here. Charlie's with him. I'm like, and I'm sitting there ignoring it, because, you know. I'm like, okay, fine. So I just let it go, because I didn't know if you were a believer or not, and mm -hmm. I'm not gonna start any nonsense before the show. Mm -hmm. So I go stand, I'm like, can I stand next to you? He goes, yes, I'm cuddling up on him like this, getting all close and personal. Mm -hmm. And I look at him, I go, why do I keep getting the name Charlie with you? And then he looked at me, he was like, oh, I'm like, because I'm supposed to tell you that he's here with you. He's right there on the other side of you. And he goes, well, that's my dad. And I go, well, he's gone? He goes, yeah, a couple of years ago. I'm like, well, Charlie's here. Wow. Wow. So here, here. Here, here, with you. He, was, and he told me to tell you Charlie was here. Wow. Okay. That's incredible. That's, yeah. Um, any, any other things that I should know about Charlie? Is he always? Yes, he stays with you. Wow. If, if they're that present, it's also because you always feel him. You had a very interesting relationship with him, and he wasn't willing to let that go. Wow. It was really one of those cool things. So sometimes when we're connected to people, they stay with us uh -huh. for a very specific reason. It's to help you through certain things. Okay. So it's important. Just like when I went out and I was cruising around upstairs, I went to go see some of the people that absolutely adore you and then found me through you. And I'm going to talk to Heather, and then there's Heather's mother, and she introduces me to her mother, and shook her hand, and all I heard is, I love her. So I looked at her, and I get down on a knee. I said, I have to tell you, your father's with you. And he loves you. And then started talking to her, and then he said, and so what's going on with your left leg? Because I went up to her leg, and yes, I get touchy-feely. Turned around, and I rubbed down her leg. I said, you have something that's swiping down around her leg. And so she's trying to think about her dad. She goes, wait a minute. I have sciatic or I have a pain in the back of my leg right now. I'm like, well, he pointed that out to me and then I, I conversed with her and you know, what she was supposed to let go of and that kind of thing. So wow. it just it just happens. Well, we should way. tell people what happened to us before this. Absolutely. Okay, so if anybody doesn't know, it has been said by many people that this basement theater and this entire place is haunted by what we always have thought were a little girl and a man. And so, well, you tell us what happened. So, Well, wh last time I was here, I had dinner upstairs. I've never been here. And I am never prompted, by the way. I did not research you at all. Okay. Okay, so you found out that the, there were the spirits upstairs. But down here, we so knew. So that was originally. Yeah, those were the, the owners of the this owners. restaurant. Now, the funniest thing is, is I knew there had been a robber here. So I kind of, yesterday, was kind of doing a little bit of meditate. And I said, so... So is that guy hanging around there and all? And then they specifically told me, no, nothing negative is allowed in. So you don't have any spirit, bad spirits here unless one of you guys is bringing one in that's attached to you. But then they got to leave because they're not letting them stay because of the energy that's in the place itself. 
So when we came downstairs, and immediately when I walked in, I put my bag up. I said, there's like a girl here. And he's looking at me. He goes, well, I got my little EMF machine, and I got my little spirit box. You saw it worked in San Francisco. I know. You didn't find the boy, though. I know. I didn't. Oh, it was locked. What's right? that? It was locked. Yeah, he was locked in there. There you go. He couldn't get out, but there he certainly made his presence known in my bedroom. So it was a girl this high. <laughs> I smelt it. I turn around, and I go, there's a, a girl here about this high. I was standing, so she would have been up to here on me. And I'm getting the name Lourdes. And he's, um, so I'm sitting there and I'm trying to feel it. I feel a man's energy to the left. And I go, Roz, there's a little girl right here. She's got pigtails. I said, but it's over this way more. So I said, I need a staircase. She's by stairs. So I went towards there. He goes, well, there's a little staircase right here. So when we focused on the staircase for this little girl, and I saw her just sitting there waiting. So we're trying to talk to her. So he's got the spirit box. And what happens, Roz? Well, yeah, I used the spirit box, and so it was scanning the different radio uh, frequencies, and all of a sudden this little girl started speaking Spanish to us. So there we are trying to communicate in Spanish. You and did she, she did talk to us. Yes. She So her name is Loris, we believe. Lourdes. Oh, Lourdes. yeah, I know her. Oh. I do. <laughs> okay, wait, wait. So, But then we went to another part of the backstage. Yeah. And you said that there was a uh, guy that was mad. He was a little cranky. Yeah. Okay. And there was a presence. And of course, Raj, she stands there. She goes, I don't want to be nothing anywhere near that. I say, it's not going to hurt you. You're fine. Because you're a scary cat when it comes to that. That is, it's been said, yes. He was a little scary cat. So he, he, we took the EMF and we're using the EMF and seeing where the energy was at. And then I said, the verse, they said, is your name John? And so it starts going through. And then the first thing it said, I said, is what did, what did we say? Wait, no, no, no. You said, there's a guy down here named John. Yes. And then we said, what's your name? And Dave, I'm serious. We both heard it say, John. She heard what say, John? The machine. The machine, this machine John. said John. Said we both name. heard that it's, yes, we heard it say John. I'm telling you, it happened. And then I said, John, do you want to be in the show tonight? And he said, no. no. And then I said, why? And he goes, Gay. So wait, then, wait a minute. <laughs> all of a sudden, wait he's taking it per. A minute. All of a sudden, he's saying this because he had this lingo. So we're trying to talk to him, and Raj, she's taking it a little bit personal. I said it had nothing to do with that. I said he's saying it was gay because it's gay because he said what's up. So but he's he probably goes, from a time where people legit. said that as like he said the word legit. He we did had say legit. Things. Yeah, he did. He say said that. legit and what's up, and I said so. We started talking and his lingo a little bit. And we figured out when he asked his age, it sounded like he had said 20. So then we brought out the little pendulum just to verify it, because you can ask the pendulum questions. You want to ask the pendulum questions? Yeah, I mean, would you guys be down to try to contact the spirits down here? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it, live sure. on stage. Sure. Well, you're leading this party. Okay, I don't really know what to do, but okay. Okay. What, right. well, what is, I'll, I'll show okay. you how the pendulum works. Okay. See, now my hand's not moving, so be very specific. I'm keeping my eyes you on your hand. This. Okay. Show us what you do when you say yes. Goes back and forth. Show off for them. Show off how you swing it. Go ahead. Stop. They follow commands. So they do listen. You can't tell it goes to go away if you need to. They can't hurt you. Show us what you do when you say no. Show me what you do when you're thinking and you're counting. Stop. 
take it, Roz. Can I hold it? Yeah. Okay. But now the thing is, is you, your energy can't block. If you're not open enough, it ain't going to behave for you. Okay, I'm open. Like, he could get that thing swinging. Oh, you want to try I it? I No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead. So do I have to do what you just did? You can to see what that's where it's popping. I think it likes you a little bit. Okay. Um, what do you do for yes? It's okay. moving. I see it moving. To me, it's He's going circle, though. It's going back and forth. And then it's well, I just kind of moved a little bit. Wait. Show me yes. It's going. Show me now. It went back and forth. Okay, so you're getting it towards so a So I think bit. no means like towards the audience. Okay, that's yes, no. That's no. Okay. He's doing pretty good because a lot of people can't open up. They're afraid of this kind of stuff, so you block it. Okay. Is this John? I think that's yes, right? Yeah. Nice okay, John. Um, are you 20? That's yes. Yeah. That's yes. Okay. Um, uh, well, the way he talks. The, the, see, honestly, the way that he talks is the way people talked when I was a kid. So, are you starstruck by Dave Holmes? Oh, no, he's too young. He's too young. This is not my demographic at all. <laughs> you're a closet He's saying believer. yes. You were raised Catholic. You're a closet believer. Do you have one of those long beards, but only on the chin? <laughs> he says yes. He does say yes. Um, oh, wow. Uh, what else should we ask, Dave? Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I'm hooked on my dead dad being here, but um, <laughs> sorry, Dave. Uh, just going to come back to that. Have you, have you run into Charlie? I don't know what that, that he's thinking, it looks like. It's not moving. Yeah. Okay. Here, give me him. Okay. Give, give me, me okay. him. Give me him. Anybody? Should we try the spirit box? We will. But watch this. Now oh, watch. Okay. How old are you? So she went, yeah, she went back and forth when she said 20. Show them how old you are. Count. Everybody count with this thing. So we're going to stop it when it stabilizes. So you're okay. going to count. So what it's going to do, it's going to circle, and then it'll go back and forth when it's done. Now we call 20, right? That's what we thought. Everybody, how old are you? Start going. One, two, two three, three, four, four five, five. Everyone, six, six seven, eight. eight. 9, 9 10, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 14 15, 15, 16, 16 you better only be 20, 18, 19, 20, 21, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, yeah, right. so we'll do that's that okay. We don't have to do that on stage. And I will tell you, you have a crazy family here. I have a crazy family here? Crazy family here. I got to call them out. Oh, oh, in the audience? Yeah, they're one of your fans. Oh, okay. okay. Where are they? Die hard. Oh. Casey, say hello. What? Heather, say hi. Hi, Casey. And Linda, say hello. That's Heather's mama. Hi, guys. So these are real people. Ben. These are real yeah, people. These are real people. <laughs> okay. okay. They're out. Yes. <laughs> it's in the darkness. I wasn't I know. sure. Okay. Isn't that okay. Great? All right. 
So cool. the funniest thing is, is Casey found me through you, and she was one of your first fans, and and actually talked about. Um, I think it was the, the I don't remember. It was the sun in the closet thing, Case? Yeah. So I did a reading with her, and she was. Going oh yeah, on a Casey has a ghost in her son's room, right? Yes. Oh yes. Okay. And he is not afraid of that thing at all. He just goes. Yeah, her son. Jumping in the yeah. closet, fearless. So I had done a reading with Casey, and she was going on a ghost hunt. Well, what should I expect? And I said, and I didn't even remember this, because I don't remember. A lot of times I do reading, I'm in spirit, and then you guys have to record it and write it down, because I ain't remembering. And uh, she said, what you said was right. When I did the reading with her, I said, you're going to go on the ghost hunt. There's going to be a little boy there. I said, so that's what's haunting this place. And he said, he's going to start pulling on your pant legs and start messing with you. So she goes on the ghost hunt, the EMFT, and automatically, the, what was it, a daycare center or something? Preschool. Which she, they didn't even know that. Automatically, they said, well, that's why we're here, because she had told the leader of the thing. Well, um, you know, I had a reading with somebody, and they turned around and said there was going to be a little boy here. And they go, well, that's what we're hunting, <gasps> was a little boy. And he was there, which was cool. You knew it. So then she's, she's got a Wiccan background. So Heather, I did Heather's reading, and this is where like I'm my own grandpa kind of thing going on here. You're your what? Own grandpa. You're so your own grandpa. Your father could have been your mother, or you could have been your mother's brother in another lifetime. Sure. Okay, that's how we're all the same soul family. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, the yeah. soul thing works. Yeah. <laughs> so I turned around and had told um, Casey that she had been a little girl in Salem, and I saw the tree and had seen, you know a person getting hugged, that, that hung, that was her mother. Okay, uh -huh. now when Heather came, I said, I think Casey was your daughter, because they're best friends. And Heather's mom doesn't like her at all when they were little. She accepted her now. So they weren't even allowed to hang out when they were little. But I had told what Are you was, spilling their tea? They gave me permission. I'm allowed oh, okay. to. Okay, okay, okay. I got permission. <laughs> anyway, so they turn around. And I said, well, in a past life, you had a daughter named Wilhelmina and a son named Jackson. So they're talking. So then Casey turns around and goes, oh my God, my kids, when they were born, my daughter was supposed to be named Wilhelmina. I was gonna name my son Jackson, but her husband put the kibosh on that. Wow. So they're like all kind of related. They're kind of all connected. So you find the people that are in your life, you are connected in some form or another. Wow. Hey, Denise, how you doing? What do you think about that? I think it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love a good family story. <laughs> Dave, do you think Denise has a uh, future in showbiz? I think she has a present in showbiz. <laughs> Look at this. Look oh. at the pose. Thank you. You're th welcome. Thank you. Do you like the dress they picked out? <laughs> um, I have notes, but yeah, I mean, it's fine. It works. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I like her shoes. They have a little buckle on them. Yeah. The hair, though, is a little crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, she needs that, a blowout. That is the toughest thing about me, is my hair. I know. Well, okay. Can we try the spirit box? You can try. But see, they don't always perform on command, just so y'all know. Okay. Well, let's try. What is the see spirit if box? I can move over. Okay. White noise. Yeah, so it rapidly goes through a bunch of stations. It sounds like death. But so this is what you were talking, this is what John was talking to you on? Yes. yes. Okay. So you can, uh, you can actually hear it making noise with words. Okay, but you have to ask it something, or maybe we'll just listen. Is this, are, 
is this AM radio? Yes. Okay. So at some point, we will hear from Rush Limbaugh, but that does not mean that he is dead. Eventually, yeah. Right, yeah. right, okay. He'll come through. He will come through, okay. Maybe that's who we were talking about that was like gay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolute possibility. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. John. Are you with us? I am. No? I heard dig it. You heard dig it? Dig it. What era is he from? <laughs> well, I asked him a question. What do you want to know, Ross? Um, okay, uh... Wait, let's try to talk to the girl. What was her name? Lourdes? Are you a believer? Yeah, Lourdes. And when we were doing it, we okay. had Spanish coming through. Lourdes, que pasa? I think Lourdes is napping. I, was I think she's taking a nap. Bedtime. Yeah, it's way past her bedtime yeah. right now. All right. Well, we tried. We did try. Oh, by the way, oh, I no. have, and yes. I have to say, we have one of your hookers from Fort from Texas, Fort Worth? Is that where you yeah. were? Joe, we? what were you in a past life during the cowboy time? She was a you were a prostitute in a, in a past life? Your husband now, you met in a past life, but he died in the past life. And he was going to try to get her out of this brothel. And then after he died, she just kind of gave up and decided to stay there. See, we and did you a past know this, life regression. You know this from, yeah, she did a past life regression on you. And you believe it? She wow. saw it. Wow. He's been saving her ass ever since they met, basically. <laughs> and the coolest thing about her, which is neat, because I love past life regressions, I really do, because I go back. So a couple of people in here have done them with me. For the first time ever, I went back to her actual creation where she was created and separated from her twin flame. Okay, now which explain what you're talking about, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need a lot more information on all okay. of that. It's just so complicated. Do we have days? No, we don't. Okay, so um, we're going to do this quick. All right, we all have the masculine and the feminine in us. So we understand in different lifetimes, we come down back as different things. Now, what happens is, is when everybody says, I'm looking for my other half, my soulmate, the, all that thing, everybody's searching for the one, okay? So we have lots of soulmates which are people that can answer our, our sentences, somebody we can end up being married to and have an amazing relationship, people that we connected to and left our life. So you can have a number of soulmates, which is great, okay? Our twin flame is somebody that's basically the other half of us, the masculine and feminine that we're separated. And we're all set on paths because we all have a purpose and a job to do. And I was raised Roman Catholic, hello, and the Pope made me legal. He's my buddy. He said that a uh, Religion without mystics is just a philosophy. So All right. he's my friend. All right. um, anyway, so what happens is, is we have a job that we're supposed to do. We all kind of make contracts at the beginning. So we go through our lifetimes. You kind of get bumped up each time. And that's your karmic cords and all that other fun stuff. And then eventually you get to rejoin with your twin. So if you have a heart, give me your hand. Put it here. So, so it. Now put your hands there. Okay. Put it up straight so they okay, can see. Okay, okay. So Jeez, when somebody says nice. their heart is broken, I'm wonderful. Do you mm -hmm. love me? I do, yeah. So when somebody says their heart is broken and it was paced back together again, okay, then you would see cracks. But when you reunite, reunite with your twin flame, then their heart covered your heart makes you completely whole again. 
So usually they're people that have run, lived similar lifetimes, all the similar same experiences, and eventually through the times as you evolve, you eventually get to join with your twin again, and then you can choose to ascend and go home, or you can choose to stay and continue doing work, but you would be doing the work together, and that's where at the point where kind of everything's come full circle. You did your job, and now you got what you were intended to have, which is the abundance. Mm. So that's kind of like a makeshift idea of what a twin flame is. Got but it. But we actually got to see her, so she, she felt her separation from her twin. Wow. Which was really cool for me, because that was like, wow. How many people like, in this yeah. room have been to Elena? Oh, like a number of you. Wow. Be, be aware, there. we can't see you at all. <laughs> but see, the greatest thing is, is we're all family. So they would all come up here and give a bow down because the majority of they found me through you because they are madly in love with you. Oh, thanks, guys. Aww. Okay. We don't have a lot of time left, but can you tell us uh, just one good ghost story? Like a spooky one. Actually, I can tell you a funny one. Okay. Which is kind of funny. Um, when, and I remember, because I was trying to think, because I've so, told so many stories with yeah, you. Yeah, you have. This is your third appearance. And I know. When I was 19, I remember working at the Old Home Union House. I'm from New Jersey. And it was in Red Bank, a really old, old restaurant. And we're sitting there. You know how, you know, waitresses, we got to make the salads for people and pick it up. And you have all the tools. And you have the chef behind you. And he's either really nice or he's not. Gets aggravated. So I'm working there. And every day we get yelled at for moving his utensils. And we're like, we didn't touch your stuff. We're not touching your stuff. So we're sitting there. So then we decide, OK, you know, we're going to get them. We're really going to move it now. So me and my friend were sitting there. And it was about, I guess, 11 o'clock at night when you're closing, you're cleaning everything up. So we moved everything to the other side. As we moved everything to the other side, I sat down and I put my hand on top of the bar. And all of a sudden, in the back of my head, it was just the two of us in there because we didn't want to get caught, you know, because now we did move it. All of a sudden, I feel, boom, on the back of my head. Just like that. And I'm like, what the heck? From who? Well, whoever was there. But then when I did work on it, because I've been gifted, what happened was is there had been an earlier chef that had been there earlier that evidently was one of those chefs that got touchy-peely with people. So if they moved their stuff, they would go into smack, you know, like the dishwasher and things like that. So basically, it was one of those haunts that repeats itself that if the stuff was moved, he'd move it back to the place where he liked to have it. Okay. So that was him that was messing around, and we adamantly picked up all of this stuff, moved it over. So basically, it's like behave yourself, put the stuff back where it's supposed to go, kind of thing. So you believe that ghosts can pick things up and move it? They absolutely can. Uh, have you seen it? Yeah, I've had stuff move around. You know all the stories. I've had stuff move around. But have around you seen it actually happening? I got hit in the back of the head. I mean, does that count? Yeah, I guess like well, but I want to see like an object like My getting picked up and floating. My daughter had the door slammed in front of her, and she got locked into the room. Well, yeah, if you want, you could have gone upstairs. I was eating chips and salsa. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, so the different things. Do you like think that ghosts happen. can fart? Absolutely. That smells. Really? What did I tell you about something smelling? That could have been like your great uncle who was sitting there drinking beer and stuff like that, and all of a sudden he farted and he was hanging out with you. He did like to drink beer and fart. There you go. Wait, but you really think that they can? Yeah, you get smells. You get smells. Like, my kids know. But a smell specifically is like... It's specific to that person. But you have to understand, <laughs> if you get something that's demonic that's coming through or bad, you're going to smell like sulfur. This wasn't that sulfur. Type of thing. So, like, for me, my kids know that a sign, if I was to come back, I always wear jasmine and amber. 
so that my kids smell me. Like if you hugged me and I came back, that would remind you of me. So that when I come back, when they get that scent, they'll know it's me with them. So a lot of people give sides. They'll come back as a bluebird. They'll leave dimes, all that type of stuff. So smells, yeah. You could smell a cigar, and that yeah. could have been somebody that was smelling a cigar. So that could have just been somebody, and that's just they farted all the time. So if you were connected to them, you'd know that that was them. Well, I'm, I'm the one that famously said that um, f farts and burps are the ghosts of food. There you go. That's I'm possible. A little bit of a philosopher. Beer and hot dogs. Now, Dave, what would you want to smell like? Oh, God. Uh, As a ghost. Oh, you know, just fresh pancakes, I guess. Everybody mm. loves that. Oh, I love that. Elena, is he with me in therapy? Because there are some things that I've said okay. that I just feel like need some contextualization. Oh, I know. See, that's what I... A psychic told me one time... Oh, boy. Uh, oh, no. Did she fall? It's bound to happen. No, I um, knocked her down. Denise I got excited. <laughs> now... Uh, wait, wait, wait. But a, a psychic told me one time that a ghost... Or that your family members that are with you are with you even when you're getting freaky deaky, they're with you. Sure. Do you believe okay. that? Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's gross. Like, I don't want but my they family don't members. perceive yeah. it that way. I mean, people turn. Well, the they think we're around. doing. It's, it's different. But first of all, can we get rid of the word psychic? Oh, Bad okay. Bad word. Is it? Only because when you guys think psychic, you're thinking boardwalk psychic, this and that. I am a medium on a mission. So when somebody comes to me or somebody's coming through to hang out with you, uh -huh. it's to give you answers. It's to help you with your life. Because not only do I tell you what's going on, but I tell you how to get there. Yeah, yeah. I just that's what I like about you. Is that so you that there's a difference between somebody who is a medium and an oracle and does past, present, and future, and somebody you go pay $10. They say, oh, yeah, you're going to meet the man of your dreams in the next three months. And then some silly girl turns around and sits and waits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And um, then all of a sudden, three months later, you go, you are full of shit. Well, this psychic that and I went to was a psychic. they didn't go out anywhere. They didn't go out anywhere to meet that person, so. Yeah, I went to this woman that she started talking to me about, she said, the second I leave the, the building, something terrible is going to happen to me. But nothing happened. That's a good thing. Yeah, she was bad. That's a bad psychic. So that's why I call her psychic. Oh, and there's another thing, because I had somebody that contacted me, do you believe in curses? Okay. The biggest thing about a curse, see energy, we're all connected to energy. So when you said you saw that one ghost mm -hmm. who kind of looked like that one child or that mm -hmm. one person that everybody was seeing, but they changed a little bit differently, mm -hmm. we're energy. So technically when we're seeing things, it can be a little bit different because we're all connected to energy and there's mm -hmm. good energy and there's bad energy. So you can come back as energy, you can come back as a form. Because if you felt like you were seeing, you felt your dad, and then all of a sudden you felt his energy, mm -hmm. he would naturally appear in front of you because you already know what he looks like. Okay. Okay, so you're feeling the energy of something. But I said, well, first of all, do you think you're cursed? And he turned around and said, well, I don't know, but my life sucks and this is happening and this and that. I said, I said you're not cursed, you just need a life coaching session. And, but the thing is that the biggest thing was a curse is if you believe in it, you give it power. But if you speak it, like when I walk out of my house, I go, I got my angels. It doesn't matter what happens to me, I'm good. So whatever negative came, automatically I'm gonna bounce off. So if you feel like something's negative against it, change your energy, change how you look at it, and it has no power over you anymore. Huh, good to know. Hey, you wanna hear some ghost voices? Yes. Sure. All right, it's time for EVPs. Or EV, please.
those. Okay, so Dave, this is what I do. Okay. I go to YouTube yeah. and I find um, paranormal investigators that have captured ghost voices, also okay. known as EVPs, electronic right. voice phenomena. Uh -huh. And I want you to guess what they believe the ghost is saying, okay? Okay. Okay. The first one is from um, a YouTube channel called Haunted Finders, and it is at the Calverton Ghost Walks, um, which I believe is like a ghost tour, which is in Nottingham, UK. Tell me what it says. Go hit it. Oh, it's a whisper. Do you want me to tell Do you, you want to hear it again? One? Yes, I would, yes. Yeah, can we hear it again? Old skelly snakes. Skelly snakes? <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Something with a lot of S's and K's. <laughs> Elena, what do you think? I didn't get it. Um, what about Denise? It. What do you think? I think I heard a tongue pop. Mm. At the oh, end. like a drag queen, like a. Yeah. Mm. Well, let's try it again one more time. Oh, I don't like it. Okay, here's some guesses. Oh. Is it A, please don't go, sir? Is it, is it B, she needs a coaster? You know, like when someone has like a drink and yeah, it's like, sure. she needs a yeah, coaster. No, get something under it. Yeah, it'll leave a ring. Is it C, yeah, not on my wood tables. Is it C, please come closer? Or D, Easter's over. Like, you know when someone's wearing pastels and like yeah. maybe they're being shady, like, girl, mm -hmm. Easter's over. Yeah. Let's get let's get the Vineyard Vines shirt off. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Play um, it again. Oh, now I hear please come closer. Go. It's please come closer. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's another one. Uh, this is from the Shanley Hotel, not to be confused with the Stanley Hotel. The Shanley Hotel, um, which was in 1845, uh, it was made in 1845. It's a bare, I cannot talk. It's a B&B, &B, uh, bed and breakfast, um, not an Airbnb. It's more of a scare B&B. &B. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. It's in Napanock, New York. And now you will hear a ghost hunter a female at the end say, oh, um, but we're listening to the, to the ghost part, okay? All right, play the EVP. <laughs> it's quick. Yeah, it's real quick. Okay. Hangover fearsome is what I heard. Hangover fearsome. Yeah. Is that the that new hangover had a movie? Rough one last night. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, wait, one more time. Um, oh, what? Do you have any idea, Elena? To me, it sounds like he got up closer or something like he that. He got up closer. closer something really. Oh, quick. it's a sequel to the last one. He yeah. said, "Please come closer." Yeah, closer. Now this ghost is saying he, he got closer. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, um, let's ask an actual ghost. Denise, what do you think? Well, this is a little embarrassing, but it's actually audio of you guys catching me farting. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can listen to me gasp at the end. Oh, wait, let's hear it again. Um. <laughs> that does kind of sound like you, Denise, not going to lie. All right, here are some options. Is it A, 
evil bitches. <laughs> B, pay attention. C, she don't bench press. <laughs> That's ins- these are shady ghosts. Or D, ain't no dentures. You know, when you're like, these ain't no dentures. Mm-hmm. All right, let's play it again. Yeah. Oh, I hear ain't no dentures. Yeah. Yeah. I hear she don't bench press. She yeah. don't bench press. She don't bench yeah. press. It sounds like uh, when they would play rock records backwards on yes. religious TV shows. Oh, my shows God, that's so scary. Bit. Scared the shit That used to scare shit out of me. I used to listen to um, uh, Stairway to Heaven backwards. It's so On scary. Purpose he would do this. That's terrifying. Yes, Don't because it says like scary things that sound like demons. Ugh. Just the idea that that was happening scared me to death. I couldn't sleep when I was but, a kid. But also, they're not her friends. The what? They're not her friends though. Who? The demons. Oh. But she's oh, me. Playing no. backwards. Yeah. So oh, okay. Talk to them. Okay. <laughs> I also there was a rumor <laughs> when I was like eight that Ozzy Osbourne played a show somewhere, and in the middle of it. <laughs> He threw a puppy out into the audience and he was like, stop to the band. And he was like, well, we won't play another note until that puppy's back on this stage dead. <gasps> of course it didn't happen. Oh, but the, right. like you tell a seven or an eight year old. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Like this awful looking person who has already had the reputation for biting the head off a of bat yeah. killed a puppy on stage. I couldn't sleep for weeks. I still have an irrational fear of uh, Ozzy Osbourne. Well, you know, his son Jack is like a major... Uh, well, someone I really want on this show, and he's like a big paranormal investigator. Really? Yeah. Do you know, uh, look at a recent picture of Ozzy Osbourne. The role of Ozzy Osbourne is now being played by Diane Keaton. <laughs> tell me <laughs> tell me, I'm wrong. Like, okay, look I'll at a that. very recent picture. She took over that role a year or so ago. <laughs> well, he's busy. Uh, the, uh, the answer was evil bitches, just wow. so we know. Can okay. we play it one more time? That's what they think. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who not. knows? Um, well, you guys, that's like the end of the show. Wow. I know. Aww. It's just a podcast. It goes by quick. Jeez. We just talk. Elena, is he happy? <laughs> He's good. He's good. He's good. He's more worried about you. You, you were. You were. <laughs> that was a careful choice of words. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's good though. Yeah. Okay. Just got some things you got to work out in like therapy. Okay. Wait, wait, but so tell me, like when something like that happens with what happened with Dave, you are hearing a voice, yes. someone's whispering in your ear, it's in your head, what is it? Well, I heard it right next to him and it was adamant. Like when we were in there, it was adamant. Okay. Tell him Charlie's here, Charlie. And then I'm thinking because he's a podcast, he's an actor, I'm thinking mm-hmm. in my head, I'm like, okay. Because I try to make sure that I'm not a crazy person and I'm really hearing these things. So they got to be adamant with me. So I let yeah, it go. I feel like I would constantly need the validation yeah, to let me be, know I'm not going yeah, crazy. Yeah, going crazy. So then I just let it go, figured, okay, if something's going to happen. So then when I went and stood up next to him and I went like this, he came around from his left and said, tell him Charlie is here. And that's why I said, okay, I have to say because this man's driving me up the wall. Mm. Who's Charlie? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. When I But knew, you say that inside or did you actually say? I said that to him. Oh, yeah. oh, to him. Right, because right. at that point, the spirit was being adamant and wanted him to know that he was there. Yeah. You know, and for me, it's great because I don't know him from Adam. He doesn't know me. Mm. There's no way I would know what your dad's name was or that yeah. it wasn't Charles. Yeah. It was Charlie because mm-hmm. it's very specific as somebody. Some people like to be called Charles. Mm-hmm. Some people will be called Charlie, that type of thing. And with Heather's mom, all I got and I just heard is, oh, I just love her as soon as I touched her hand. 
So immediately, because I knew she would be open to it, I got down on a knee so I could look at her seriously and say, he just loves you. And I told her who it was. So depending on the people who it is and how receptive I feel they're going to be is going to depend on how, how fast I'm going to come out with the information. See, but like I asked you this last time, when you see a ghost, like how do you know that it's a ghost? And same thing with a voice, though. Like if you heard someone say that, how did you know that was a voice, that that, that voice was a ghost? Because you can tell the difference in the energy between living energy and something that's passed on. Like Karina's in the office, in, in the audience when I did, I actually worked with her yesterday and she had said, I want to talk to you about my brother. And I go, your brother died. And then mm -hmm. she's like, no, he's, he's alive, but he's paralyzed. And I said, but he died. Because then I'll argue with you. I will argue with you because of course I'm Italian, I'm from New Jersey, and I'm always right. So, and she goes, well, yes, he did. He died in, because he had gotten shot and was brought back. So he had actually crossed the veil. Uh. And I said, he, he had already died and he felt like somebody grabbed him and picked him up and dropped him back into life again. And she said, that's exactly how he explained it. So it's a different energy that you feel when somebody's crossed over the veil versus somebody that's right here next to me with that warmth and that energy. Uh-huh. Wow, that's crazy. So Dave, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you believe this kind of stuff? Uh, it's okay to be skeptical. Yeah, I, I'm naturally skeptical, but I'm, 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 I'm coming up on an eight. Wow, yeah. that's pretty good. You see, I love skeptics, because if I can make a skeptic see and a skeptic feel, then like he's my perfect validation because if I worked with him and something happened, then all of a sudden, like even with Land, when I said, you got something going on Land with your wrist. producer, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, I'll do stuff like that. And with him, there was no reason for me to do that with him just to say, hey. Elena, <laughs> tell people where they can find you. Um, you can find me on my website, www.oneheartonespirit.com and you spell out the word one. And um, I'm on Instagram as Elena Servideo Schwinn, but we do lives every Monday night, six o'clock, Pacific, 9 Eastern, um, and we do like rapid fire readings, past life things. It's a lot of fun. So a lot of people that are here actually are on that live on Monday nights, and now they all know who each other is. Cool. On your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Guys, that's the end of the show. Oh, that was so fun. And I really, oh, I really hope that we can do those again very soon. I love doing these live shows, and thank you guys to anyone that came. If you weren't there, I know that you were there in spirit. Thanks for listening to the show. Please subscribe. Please rate the show five stars if you haven't done that. It helps out a lot. And write a review if you'd like. You could leave a ghost story in a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Or you can join our Facebook group, Ghosted, by Roz Dressfiles, and leave a ghost story there. I want to do a listener episode very soon. So please, if you have a ghost story and you want to be on a listener episode, you could email me, ghostedbyroz at gmail.com, and make sure you write listener episode in the subject line. Line. I'm on Instagram, Roz Dresfiles, Venmo, Queen Roz, Cameo, Roz Dresfiles. <sighs> I love you all, both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay, bye! <laughs>